0: Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Thursday. Packers have had their second practice of the week, the fully padded practice, which saw the return of Rashawn Gary, uh, not out of the concussion protocol yet, but participating in practice, which means he's trending in the right direction. That's obviously great news. On the uh, other side of the ledger, we have Alan Lazard, who... Basically, said in the locker room, he's probably not going to play on Sunday night. I think we all kind of assumed that, but uh, Lazard nudging that towards being official uh, said he heard a crack, like a crackle and a pop in his shoulder on Sunday against the commanders. Not great. Not great. But um, clearly, the Packers are going to have to find some answers on offense, going to have to feature some other folks. Can we throw the tight ends? Hey, hey, you know what? They've got a few tight ends. Get Tunyon involved. Get DeGuara involved. Throw into the tight ends. Maybe that. Uh, throw in a little, sprinkle in a little Amari Rodgers. Get Romeo Dobbs going. Sammy Watkins, get on the right track. You know, some places they could go with the football. We'll see. Hello to everybody in the comments section. So good to see everybody. So many regulars. New York Cheeseheads here. TKM at his post. Love it. Jerry's here. Of course Jerry's here. Soder. What's going on, buddy? Hope you're doing well. Wait, what did I just see? Braden. I put 25 to win. 125, wait, where did it go? You just disappeared. Braden, Braden, Braden. I put 25 to win, 125 on Packers' money line because we got to believe. All right, all right. That's what I'm talking about. Some people out here throwing down. I'm probably wasting your money, but I love it. I love it. Ed, thank you for the super chat. No, you disagree. Oh, always a good time. Always a good way to start the super chat. No, you disagree, but I think the panic button in, in the room, is in the room, I think you mean, on the desk, but With the talent they have, I still think they can have a very good season. Yeah, no, it's uh, – yeah, you're right. I do disagree. It's not even anywhere close to panic time. Not even close. But um, I do think it will be fascinating to see how Brian approaches the trade deadline. You've seen a number of moves made across the league already. Tony to the Kansas City Chiefs is the latest one today. Um, Packers sitting back as they are wont to do. Now, you know, they got some time before the deadline, but – Uh, I am just kind of fascinated at the idea of letting that kind of pass and rolling on for the rest of the season with what they have on hand, considering how banged up they are, how inexperienced they are at at points, and, you know, how just not cohesive they are and lack of kind of veterans that they are able to throw out there now that both Cobb and uh, Lazard are going to be down. Watkins is making his way back, but he hasn't even played that much ball with Rodgers. He himself admitted in the locker room yesterday two of the kind of broken plays against the commanders were his fault. So it's, you know, they just haven't had a lot of reps together. So, you know, I do think on the one hand, yeah, they deem more veteran experience. But even then, with the number of options they have on seemingly every play in this offense, is that really going to help in any way, shape or form by the time they get up to speed? uh, Are they even going to be able to contribute in a meaningful way? I don't know, man. There's a lot, a lot of imbalance there for Brian coming up in this next week. Marcus, thank you for the super chat. Run the effing ball, go pack, go. See that keeps it simple. That's where you don't have to worry about guys running into each other or running the wrong depth or taking the long, wrong release or reading the coverage a different way than Aaron does. Because you know what's easy? Turn around and hand the ball to Aaron Jones. Turn around the ball and hand the ball to AJ Dillon. Nope, it won't be sexy. Nope, it won't be fun. It'll probably be ugly and frustrating at times. But it's simple, and it allows you a way of operating and letting Aaron just probably get to third down and hopefully, hopefully be able to execute one play rather than three, uh, because right now, they continuously stub their toe trying to spread it out and throw it around the yard. Again, it's just me, man. It's just how I live. Dan, thank you for the super chat. Um Definitely some kind of currency I'm not familiar with, but I thank you for the support. (laughs) Does Rodgers look tired and wore out? I mean, no more than normal or anybody else or, you know, or anybody else his age in the league. I mean, for the NFL, he's an old man. So, yeah, he's going to look a little more uh, beaten up and wiser and older than. Everyone else he's running out, around there with because, yeah, he's the old man in the room. But, yeah, no, in the sense of, like, as a human, no, I don't think so. <laughs> Bring us hope, Nags. You are our only hope. If you're looking for a happy ending, you've come to the wrong place. Randy, wide receiver injuries are an issue. They are, but injuries are an issue for everybody. I mean, the Bengals going through, uh, that that just came out that Jamar Chase is going to miss multiple weeks. You know, that's that's the life in the NFL, baby. That's what, how we live, you know, everybody's injured. It's just a question of severity. The injury rate is hundred percent and you got to adjust and you got to make do and you got to have guys step up. And I say again, maybe throw it to the tight ends. Maybe feature your running backs in the passing game. I'm not saying, I'm just saying, Hey, <laughs> pork master. I'm tired and worn out. Okay. Fair. Fair enough. How is Amari Rogers still on the team? Aha, here we go. This is exactly what I'm talking about. I understand wanting want to take him off for turns, but uh, he was one of the few people who made a play with the ball in his hand from scrimmage last week. The touchdown to Aaron Jones doesn't happen without Amari Rodgers picking up a first down earlier in the drive. When two dudes are on him and he makes slips one and powers through another to pick up a first down. The f- failed fourth down play, the play that gets them into one yard to go is a catch by Amari Rodgers on a ball thrown low and behind him by Aaron Rodgers. Give him an opportunity. The whole fucking reason you traded up to get the guy is because you believed in his ability from scrimmage not to be a returner. Give him some opportunities. That's why he's on the roster. Yes, no, it's a disaster as a punt returner. There, I totally agree. But don't just cut him to cut him because you're upset that he dropped a couple punts no i mean he's he's a year and a half into his rookie deal absolutely not overshadow what's up thanks for the super chat the weird thing is they seem to draft or pick up guys that would fit a strong run offense and pressure package defense yet is my manifesting broken (laughs) i was thinking about this the other day it's fascinating to me exactly what you're talking about there overshadow brian seemingly has tried to turn the roster into... Now, he would frame it, and I did talk to him about this. I asked him about this on the Shameless Packers podcast a couple weeks ago. You know, he seems to have tried to create a roster where you play ball control offense. I mean, I'm talking from drafting, what, six, seven different offensive linemen in the last two years, to drafting A.J. Dillon in the second round a couple years ago, you know, to drafting heavily on defense, re-signing, spending, laying out big cash for guys on the defensive side of the ball. So it sure feels like he's tried to turn the roster. Now, he would frame it as we want to be able to win in multiple ways. But you can't deny that he's somewhat eschewed the offensive side of the ball as far as playmakers go, or certain types of playmakers, speed, explosiveness, other than trading up for Christian Watson. Now, his injury is really, really his injuries have really, really put them behind the eight ball this year. But he certainly seems to have tried to create a roster that doesn't fit the coaching staff. And that to me is what I was talking about the other day when it's like, really feels like there's a bit of a disconnect there between personnel and coaching. Now, I mean, who knows? Maybe they're sitting behind closed doors having meetings and talking about, Oh, this is a perfect fit. And this is awesome. Maybe it sure doesn't feel like it though. To your point, It sure feels like a squad that should be buttoning it up and running the ball and going three yards in a cloud of dust and then playing strong defense, playing ball control, keeping the ball out of the opponent's hands. I'm 100% with you. But for whatever reason, that is not the way they have operated in any way, shape, or form. Um, What else we got? Tunyon did catch 10 passes two weeks ago. He did. In the disaster of a Jets game. But yes, a lot of the time, Jets were playing off and he found space underneath to operate. But there. Go. Yes. Please. Please, please. More of that. I'd prefer that over everything we saw in Washington. 100%. Jeff Smith. Thanks for the Super Chat. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? No. It's not over till we say it's over. David Weathers forever. All right. Okay. The David Wethers quip notwithstanding. I love when people quote animal house, because so much of the internet has never seen it, especially that line in particular. Uh, Oh God. Soder, What is everyone going with for that third down conversion shot? I got tequila. Yeah. Was that the happy hour that we were talking about that shots for third down conversions? I mean, you know, you're safe. You know, you won't get drunk and penalties don't count. They have to convert. From scrimmage, via offense, not via penalty. I'll be dead by the time the night's over. I love it. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSE. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. David Whitehurst forever. See, now I love that you've converted Bigby. You see, this David Whitehurst joke has gone far enough. It is infecting the youth. When Big B is up here talking about David Whitehurst forever, a dude who played before, not only was he not born, he wasn't even thought, like there wasn't even a, his father and his mother weren't even thinking about the possibility of having children when David Whitehurst was playing. You can't, you cannot infect the youth like this, people. Kendrick, everyone is saying we need a wide receiver. I agree, but I think we need another defensive tackle to pair with Kenny to stop the bleeding with the run. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree there. Um I think a big part of it is they, you know, they have the number one pass defense in the league. I think part of that is because they play the pass so often and they leave themselves with a light box. Sounds like Mike Pettin all over again. There were so many instances in that game against Washington where they go with two D linemen on early downs and Washington took advantage of it. You heard Rivera talking about it after the game and look, Hey, and I'm, I, I get it. It is frustrating when the run Gets on track and people run against the Packers, etc. But the Packers held them down and should have had should have won that game on defense. If that ticky tack can foul against this against Stokes doesn't go, that's two defensive touchdowns. You know they got those athletes on the field. They got guys who can cover. They got guys who can take the ball away. Although they let a couple slip through their hands in that game. But, yeah, I can't really destroy him for the approach. But to your point, I'd love to get another big body in there. I would love to get Wyatt on the field a little bit more. I thought he looked okay against Washington, and I would love to see him get a few more snaps. But we'll see what their approach is against Buffalo. I suspect they're going to go light box a lot. You know, um, I think Buffalo will chew up yards on the ground. I am absolutely fascinated to see what happens with, uh, with Jair versus Diggs. Soder, TJ Slayton. Slayton's been playing a lot of no's, um, but they don't really pair him with Kenny a lot. They, they have at times when they go on three-man line, but a lot of times he'll play nose for Kenny, and Kenny will kick out. Jacob, thanks for the super chat. The beauty of our run game is, even if we don't get points on the drive, I'm sure we would at least move the chains once, giving our defense some rest. Complimentary football. Thank you. Yes. As opposed to spreading it out, getting a holding penalty, or spreading it out and getting a false start, it's going in first and 20, and then you're three and out. Yes, fire off the ball. Run the ball. Yeah, you'll probably go second and seven, and then maybe you know third and five or third and four, but I'll take that over first and 20. I'll take that over an incomplete pass on second and 10. 100%, Jacob. Could not agree more. Help your defense. The defense has been out there way too much over the past month or so. I mean, basically since that fucking three and out in London, it has been a disaster when it comes to complimentary football in any way, shape, or form in Green Bay. Ryan, thanks for the Super Chat. I agree with Corey that Rodgers is paid to win games and not find excuses. He needs to play like he wants to win and not just collect a check. Either way, I believe that's his, this is his last year in Green Bay. I keep hearing this. I don't agree. I think he's in for one more year. Uh, I can't imagine that he leaves fifty million guaranteed on the table now. Maybe, but yeah, I can't. I, I've got a long way to go, obviously, before we get there, and a lot can happen over the last kind of course of the second half of the season. But yeah, man, I I can't see it. As far as paid to win games, the everyone on the field is paid to win games, not just Aaron Rodgers. You know that that you can't say QB wins are not a stat. Like when things are great, and then you know, all of a sudden it, the the offense is stubbing its toe and it's like, Oh, it's all Aaron Rodgers' fault. No, it's a team game. Yes. He has the most responsibility of anyone on the field. No question about it, but it is not his fault. Now when it comes to the design of the offense and how they approach it and how they're trying to play, yes, he has large sway. And that is a problem in my eyes, but the execution and people making mistakes and, and the offense kind of, bumbling and stumbling and not able to get out of its own way. That's not Aaron Rodgers' fault. Let's be real here. Um, Omega, how's Bain Gary? Will he be clear to play? It's trending that way. Nothing official yet. He is still officially in the protocol, but he did practice today, and that's a really good sign, especially since it was the day they were in pads, etc. Very good sign. So we'll see. Trending the right way, though. I think a lot will depend on how he gets evaluated tomorrow. Mario, thanks for the super chat. I have a feeling the Packers might surprise some people, but do the do you think the Packers should play more man or zone? It's always a mix. I think they're better suited when they play man, but you can't just play man. People will run man beaters to you know all day on you if you do that. Um, you got to mix it up. You've Got to try to disguise as much as you can. It's tough. Uh, you know, so much is set up to favor the offense um, pre snap. Yeah, Josh Allen's in really prime spot in as far as his recognition and be able to get them in and out of stuff he's not quite like Aaron Rodgers as far as his freedom at the line of scrimmage but you know he, he has a pretty damn good command there at the at the line you got to mix it up you got to play dial of coverage is what I used to say when I remember the old Rex Ryan uh, Jets against the Pats Rex did a really good job and funny enough Mike Petton was on that staff of playing lots of different coverages to try and keep Brady guessing you're never going to Completely, you know, fool them or anything like that, but just never let them know exactly what they're gonna what they're gonna see from down to down. That is your best bet, especially Sunday night. Um, as far as yeah, the Packers might surprise surprise some people. What's gonna be? I'll tell you what's kind of already kind of settling in as a frustration is that if the Packers come out and play a really good game, even if they lose, and I know there are no moral victories, what's going to be frustrating is knowing that they've had that capability all year and just finally showed up. But I don't expect that. I expect to see the team we've seen for the last month because I don't know what magically changes, right? That's my expectation. I hope I'm wrong, but you know i don't know how you just flip a switch and suddenly become a really well-oiled machine unless something drastic changes behind the scenes that we're not privy to but we'll see i hope you're right mario philip thanks for the super chat got carry the g smiled at the post tax price 1265 oh look at 1265 lombardi would be proud i love it thanks philip thanks for uh, buying the beer really appreciate the support Pound Dillon, 15 carries a game. Chet, you're speaking my language, buddy. Thirsty Beach, what's up? Aaron Jones is our best offensive player. I hope we use him accordingly on Sunday night. I'm with you. Uh, you know I'm with you. What's fascinating to me is uh, I saw, I think it was Matt's presser on Monday when Ryan Wood asked about you, and you know, you've you've run Aaron Jones eight to ten times and you've passed to him like six or seven times. That's about you know, what some 20% or 25% of the usage, like, that's probably enough. Do the other guys need to step up? Man, what are you talking about percentage of usage? Use him 100% of the time. I do not care. Every play should be drawn up for Aaron Jones. All right, I'm somewhat kidding. But you've got a superstar, and he is a superstar. The continued stretches of being ignored for a superstar is absurd. Patently absurd. Brandon, what's up? Thanks for the super chat. To play ball control offense, you can't start second and long. Penalties and negative plays were awful against the commanders. Yes, Brandon, that's exactly what I was talking about. But that's why I think simplifying, asking, you know, your offensive linemen to fire off their stance rather than always constantly retreating, ha- turning around, and simply handing the ball off. You know, so let's simplify it. Let's streamline it yeah, let's play some ugly-ass football and play ball control. That's what I would do, but uh, you guys are really happy I'm not in charge. SC, what's up? Thanks for Super Chat. First time catching Packers Daily live. Negs, I think this needs to be a mustache game. Win and the stash and the winning streak starts. It's a possibility, except, you know, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I did do it last year for the San Francisco game, thinking, yeah, as a game they probably lose, the regular season game, not the playoff game. Week three, I was like, okay, I'll shave it down to a stash. And then, you know, oh, I'll keep it if they win. But I know they're probably not going to win. And then they won. And then they won seven fucking games in a row. And I had this fucking stash for like two months, basically. <sighs> Don't remind me. Don't remind me, man. Jake, thanks for the super chat. Should Rodgers try meth next? <laughs> that would bring a whole new uh, level and meaning to uh, let Rodgers cook or whatever. That'd be good. That'd be good. I like it. We need the jolt of energy. Jake, you ain't lying. Uh, Grow the stash, damn it. Well, I'm growing the beard right now. Come on now. What else we got? Do you think a win or a loss Sunday will play a part in the small chance we pick up a guy before the deadline? No, Laura, absolutely not. Um, Whatever the plan might be, whatever the designs are on trying to get somebody or add to the roster, et cetera, won't be affected by the outcome on Sunday night. You know, it's much, much longer than that, Uh, especially in football. I I see people all the time talking about how teams should be sellers or whatever. And it's like, it's not baseball, man. Like there's way too much uh, season left after the trade deadline to think, oh, we lost that game. Now we got to shut it down. The the season is such a marathon. Don't ever forget. what, What are they now? Three and four? The Packers were four and six in 2016 and went to the NFC Championship game. It is such a long season. No, Sunday night will not change whatever the plans are. And I'm not saying I, like one way or the other what they might be because I have no idea. But whatever the de- designs or plans are for roster construction, Sunday night's result is not part of the gig. Oh, what else we got? If Goody w- could get Judy for a second-round pick, I think he does it. For a second? Woo, that feels awfully rich for uh, Goody House of Ted Thompson. Uh a fourth, maybe, but a second who baby, highly doubted, highly doubted, Rogers was a different guy in twenty sixteen I so we all were different people in twenty sixteen That's not the point, yes, he went on this ungodly run of run the table level play. I understand that the point being that could be any like make it about the Jaguars being four and six, and then all of a sudden get to the like it doesn't matter, like anything can happen, the other component that year. Remember, the Vikings were in first place for the majority of the season? Hmm, sounds familiar. And then they fell apart. Nobody saw that coming. Like, you just you got to let it play out. That's all I'm saying. 2010, Packers lose to the Detroit Lions. They can't score in the first half. Rodgers gets a concussion. And everyone's like, oh, my God. And then they go to New England. They lose that game. And everyone's like, the season's over. Got to let it play out. And again, I'm not... Correlating it exactly. I'm just saying those are examples of times when lots of folks thought seasons were done, over with, kaput, and they got turned around. And it's not like everybody was saying, well, obviously, sitting here at four and six, they are going to go on a massive win streak and get to the NFC Championship game. Nobody was saying that. Just don't know, man. You just don't know. Aaron. Gonzalez, thanks for the super chat. Thank you, Nags, for debunking these narratives. Rogers gets paid to win, and we should be sellers. They all get paid, and this isn't baseball. I mean, it's not I mean, it's just not too outlandish to me. Vex, thanks for the super chat. Banky speaks my language regarding Rogers. More. <laughs> it's uh sweet, you know, Corey and I are very different people, and Corey represents a different section of the fan base usually than I do. So it's good. That's why we like different voices and different opinions. As long as you're not being like uh completely personal and awful. It's fine. You know, I, I just want to give a shout out to Gary because, you know, sometimes we bemoan how people are flighty or, you know, can change their opinions or are too easily swayed. Gary will never miss an opportunity to slight Aaron Rodgers, And I respect that. I mean, people call me an Aaron Rodgers hater. I wish they would watch Gary's social feed sometimes because this man really hates Aaron Rodgers. Probably more than Peter Bukowski, and that's saying something. Jake, thanks for the Super Chat. Will the Packers pay Savage after this season? I doubt it. A lot of season left, but uh, as we sit here right now, I doubt it. All right, buddy, I'm going to have to get going. Can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video. Subscribe to the channel. Then tell your friends and tell your family. Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow. Go Pack Go.